0: This meeting is being recorded. Okay, okay, okay lady. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs>
1: well, at least she let us know. I mean, not. she let you know.
2: Old men rolling dice. Everyone is welcome at our table. Nostalgia is what we do. What made the game accessible for the two of you?
1: Well, so I don't have like a specific instance that I can point to where I was like, I was gatekept from this game, but there's just a generalization growing up that women like me weren't allowed to be fully nerdy. You know, Um, I grew up playing video games. I've always loved fantasy. My father was the one that would buy me my N64, he got me into PlayStation, introduced me to all these new games and books and stuff. Um, And like, I just know I've heard of D&D growing up, but I didn't know anyone that played it. I never saw it played on television or heard about it being played really. And it was kind of just Uh this like stereotype of pimply white kids sitting in a basement wearing wizard hats, like with candles on the table, you know, and I was like, that's never gonna be me. Yeah it was just like so far-fetched of a concept that I just thought that it was just like way out there in the nerd sphere and that I would never want to or be invited to do it Um, and like I said there's no specific memory of it it was kind of just that general thing growing up for us in the 90s it was just like yeah girls could play video games but like you were a certain type of person if you like that kind of stuff you know. You were kind of ostracized from your female peer group, at least. Um, And the nerdy boys were like extremely nerdy guys that only wanted to hang out with each other.
2: (laughs) They were terrified of you.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so having a girl that would want to hang out with them. um, Yeah.
2: I'm not saying gatekeepers don't exist. But I will bet you there was a fear element.
1: Yeah. I definitely think so, too. It's more of a misunderstanding, I'd say. And I don't know about you, Keisha, but I remember just growing up you know, being old enough to know these things in the late 90s, early 2000s for us. uh, There's a lot of sexualization of women um, within all of the realms of things. So sports, games, nerd culture, all of it, you know. um, So there's definitely a stereotype associated with being that sort of woman, which was also difficult to get into. But like I said, I've always been a nerd. I collected Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon cards, similar to what Jeremy was saying a while ago, how he sold all of his first edition uh, no, first edition books, I gave away all of my original Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh! cards that are probably worth so much money now because sure <laughs> it wasn't cool anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, nope. Yeah, but what got me into it was Stranger Things. Oh, you know, cool. I knew about d I knew it was a thing, and then Stranger Things came on and was like, that year it exploded mm-hmm. in popularity. Suddenly, people in our demographic and our age group were playing it and were really interested in it. And I was like, you know what? I really like I like RPGs, I like video games, I like fantasy, I would probably like this. But then it's the problem of not being able to find a way to play with.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: I was fortunate that I had a friend that was like, hey, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, do you wanna try? (laughs) I was like, yes, but I'm really scared. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, it took one session and I was like, this all really makes sense to me. It's all concepts I have seen, played, interacted with, learned before. So it's really just kind of rehashing a lot of that stuff that I already grew up with, just with new rules. And it was just kind of a large learning curve, but something that clicked really quickly.
2: Did you That's take Keisha awesome. to that What's first favorite? game?
1: No, Keisha, I actually dragged Keisha along a while after that. Okay. Um, I've been playing for many months before I dragged her along. But Keisha and I had been friends for a good chunk of time before that. Mm -hmm. Um, And Keisha was actually a lot quieter and a lot more shy at that point, even nerdier than me. So she was definitely (laughs) into it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, for me, um, it's kind of funny because like ever since I was a little kid, I was weird (laughs) because (laughs) I would always like go out in the yard and like imagine things and like play different characters or like the tv shows I loved I would create my own character to fit in their storyline and play it out and all that stuff and nobody wanted to do that with me because why would you I guess (laughs) I don't know um so in a way when I was growing up I was just kind of born a nerd and I like I craved something like Dungeons and Dragons Mm -hmm. I wanted that but I just where i grew up it wasn't a thing i didn't even know it existed until like way later in life like after high school i'm pretty sure and it was just something that i i just didn't know that i wanted to do without knowing it even existed you know Mm. because i love fantasy i that's like the only kind of books i'll read is like fantasy based and i love video games and just with my small group of friends we would have a notebook and we would create characters and like write it out, like Aww. all their kind of stats, you know, and everything. Aww. And we would make a story together, <laughs> And like in between class. Like <laughs> I would write three pages of this is what my character does, oh and, <laughs> and I pass it to the next person. And they'd be like, okay, my character does this with your character, and like we end up in this adventure. Wow. And then they pass on the notebook, and they still have some of them, and it's terrible, but it's also great. <laughs> we have to look at that. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, I I I don't know that I've ever admitted this. I don't know that Jason knows this, but you know how you said you like would walk around and sort of come up with these story ideas, uh, characters. Okay, the same, the same. I used to have paper, I, I used to have a paper paper route, and as I would walk the paper route, I would literally talk to myself yes. in in multiple characters, mm-hmm. playing through scenarios. Yeah. Uh, I was actually caught a few times where like someone would be like across the road maybe taking their garbage out and here's their paper boy walking up the street yakking away to himself
0: <laughs> in, in, different,
2: in different voices because a goblin does not speak the same as a human and mm-hmm. uh, and yeah and yes very much very much identifying with what you're saying there I feel
1: guilty of that I'll talk to people especially like at work I'll hear people talk about Dungeons and Dragons I'm like you play Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. and I'm like, like hey do you want to play together and then I'm like no I don't have time for a new game stop
2: don't, don't you feel don't you feel like it, like you don't have to know anything about the person all they need to tell you is that they play D&D and immediately they have moved up a number of notches of trust and you're like we, we could be t- we could hang Like, if you play, I play, we can make this work.
1: I see you in a new light. I could actually, like, talk to you with so much more now. (laughs) We have this thing that we connect with, we can talk about and understand and share. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened with Keisha and I, is that um, we had lived together. Um, We had bonded over really nerdy things already, like anime and video games and board games was what we would connect with in Mm -hmm. our house. And then my friend group that she didn't know not really traditional nerds um in the sense whatever that means invited me to play and then that's how I got into it and I was like Keisha you gotta come play this game with me um and the point of this is that it's not a group of people she would have probably normally associated outside of Dungeons and Dragons and now we still play with a lot of that same group like four years later yeah Um, but it's not people she would have ever hung out with on her own they probably never would have met Keisha wanted to hang out with us outside of that you know um, and it kind of just brought us together in a really broad sense of that's amazing of
2: I think that's amazing yeah. it's played around a table it's played face to face there's some r- real interaction there as much as people might not want to admit it there's a lot of them in their characters oh, and,
1: no, no, 100% and, 100%. and
2: you're opening the door to one another and yeah it's very powerful as a kid i didn't realize how powerful it was of Mm -hmm. course it was just a fun thing to do with your friends but like looking back there are friendships that uh stood the test of uh, a good many years that probably would not have held together had it not been the fact that every sunday night we were fighting dragons together
1: Mm -hmm. i almost feel like when you get older, it's almost more important and powerful because like when you're kids, you're all met you automatically do that kind of stuff, you know, like having fun in games and like playing these silly characters, you know. But when you get older, you know, you become more closed to that because yeah, that's like exactly. child, you know. Yeah. You don't want that part of yourself exposed because oh, how will society take it? Yeah, or,
0: no, that's a very good point. <laughs> These are very general, very easy questions. They're not even super right. game related. Um, we've done interviews with um, uh, Knights of Roleplay in New Hampshire and then Cantrips and Coffee in Alberta. Yep. And so you start thinking, yep. well, like what, what's the regional differences? Maybe not even so much in gaming, just socially. So it's like Saturday night. You guys are getting together for a big gaming session at somebody's house. You're all sitting down. You all pull up to the table. What's everybody drinking? What's yeah. everybody eating? Like, what do you drink and eat when you're sitting at a table socializing with your friends?
1: Okay, so first, quiz, of all, <laughs> first of all, it's a weeknight because uh, nobody can commit to a weekend, and most okay. of us have such weird schedules that um, it's like a Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, so, okay. so less, less, al- yeah. less
0: alcohol, probably. Then,
1: no, not really. So in our current our current group, which has kind of just been mostly people that we've played with from the beginning, that have come and gone. We've had like two or three consistent people this whole time. Um, but yeah, so like we usually will drink beer. Some people, it's kind of just dealer's choice. Like one person will bring mm-hmm. their own thing. Somebody else will bring their other own thing. Um, Montucky is very popular <laughs> at our table. Just in general. What's that? It's a local- it's a local, Mon- cheap logger. It's called Montucky. Montucky.
0: This is, I, this is why I asked because this is the sort of stuff I love to know because <laughs> in Ontario, we wouldn't know about that. Like in Montana, yeah. if somebody asked me, I'll go, oh, yeah, they, Montucky. When, when the dice is hit actually, the table.
1: <laughs> so Montucky is actually local to us, but they've expanded all over the country oh, now.
0: That's um, awesome. And
1: they actually give 10% back for all of their sales to local charities
0: beautiful um
1: mm-hmm. it's kind of just like the pbr of our area yep but i will say keisha are the ones that like it at our table everybody else drinks pbr or we just random craft beer or something do i and have I'm,
2: some I'm, pre-assumptions about anybody who
0: drinks pbr
1: i know so no, i'm, I'm know, drinking no, this coffee stout rye oak barrel aged oh my
0: god that is very craft
1: <laughs> and wow. it's cool too because we have someone does he he works at a yeah, warehouse. he works at an a alcohol distribution center, so I actually work for a local co-op, like a grocery store, and I purchase for them, and our friend is one of our distributors that distributes our beer and wine, <laughs> so he'll often show up with like, hey, like Random this stuff. was just free, like, do you guys want to try it, you know, um, other than that, we also will, most of us will often, like, smoke weed, um, and hang out. It's legal here now, which is awesome. Join the revolution.
2: Join the revolution. Yeah,
1: it's, it's a dealer's choice. You know, that's kind of our whole thing going into the game is this is what's going to be there? Are you going to be okay with it? As yep. long as you can be okay being around it, you don't necessarily have to feel like you have to partake. And yep. then it is some people are sober all night, some people are sober all month. You know, kind of just uh, whatever. We don't really eat a lot of snacks, though, do we? No, there's
0: never
1: <laughs> snacks. Just yeah. beer. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> <Snack>. <laughs> yeah, we don't well- do snacks. It's too... We've- I don't know it's been too hard for us because everybody likes such different things yeah it's just easier to have a drink that's like hey it's weird but try it hey mm-hmm. this tastes like shasta i swear but it's alcoholics mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: what are you guys drinking tonight you you were bringing it up earlier so oh, you guys on. have the same I, thing i heard you dropped off beer for jeremy
0: so that was thing I used to do. i used to try and drop something off if i knew he was doing a show and a lot of times it would be a local craft brew just because yeah. I'm like, well, if something happens and somebody asks, and you give a shout out to a local craft brewery, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But tonight mm-hmm. we tried to go with something iconically old school, old men Canadian. <laughs> so I don't know if you're familiar with this, but this is Rush beer. Rush. what? I
1: don't do you know? Do you rush know who, has a rush beer. Do you
2: know who Rush is?
1: Yes, we know who Rush is.
2: Then rush. you're better than. Then you're better than me. Cause I didn't know who they were until like Jason Dude. came into my life.
1: Have you seen I Love You, Man? No. Slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. <laughs> Play
2: bass. That's my thing. <laughs> Do you <laughs> slap your bass, Jason? No, I'm not a bass slapper. We're oh, you'll slap share me. that. You'll share that.
1: Tom Lawyer. mean strife. Tom Sawyer. mean. mean <laughs>
0: I can say right here, right now, without a doubt. As of January the eighth, this has been the highlight of my 2022. Thank you very much.
1: That's nice.
0: That's a little (laughs) insulting, what you just said. No, the rest of the year might just be mediocre. This could be the highest part.
1: Hey, eight days in—that's pretty good. I mean, one out of eight, not bad.
0: Sometimes you peak early. This could be it.
1: (laughs) That's totally fine.